I saw these loose bat barrels just lying around in the dugout. And I said to myself, I could probably drill at the center of that. As you guys know, there's a natural cupping to, to most of the bats. And I said, I bet you that hole can just keep going down and you can turn that into a pretty cool drinking mug. And that's where the idea was born. Slap me silly and call me Wyclef Jean. Cause that ball is gone till November. Oh my gosh. Gone so till good. November. She'll be gone till November. Wow. That ball is gone till November. What do you got for me, Chopper? Slap me silly and call me Wyclef Jean. I love that. Fuji's the score. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, I always like to have a count. I don't know why, uh, but I'm going to go. The three, one fastball is crunched deep to left center field. And is that Christopher cross I hear? Cause that ball is sailing over the left center field wall for a home run bang <laughs> strong uh, we were i don't know how we threw out better than ezra pre-game today but uh oh that ball was hit better than ezra because it is wow and she's gone, gone. love that wow. now everybody's gonna be singing that song all day long as they should spotify be. it listener and just uh Get back into your best 1993 zone. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Great. If you're watching on YouTube, we're twins going glasses, going coach ball game hat today. Um, You can find all the coach ball game swag at coachballgame.com. And that was my plug. What's your plug? You got any plugs? You can get this beard. You can get this beard on uh, coachballgame.com right now. This beard, it's a salt and pepper beard. Make sure you get the salt and pepper version. And it's... uh, it's about two and a half, three inches long. And uh, if you order now, uh, it'll also come with a mustache kit. So coaches can probably relate to this, uh, the male coaches out there. So my beard definitely has a little bit more gray than yours, a little more salt and pepper, but I did look side scalp and notice it, it wasn't just one strand. It was just out of the blue, like 15 strands of gray side uh, right above the ear here. Uh, when I was looking in my rearview mirror in my car, uh, have you have you hit that point yet? I stopped looking. I got to a point where uh, I was talking to Mark Pryor about this uh, two days ago. Dodger Family Day. Uh, I got the bat signal call by the boss. Andrew Freeman reached out to me, asked me to come out, say hi to all the boys. So uh, when the boss calls, you you show up. That's just science. And uh, so I was talking with Mark, and he I talked about how much salt in his beard and he's like dude it, it, like i was looking at pictures two years ago i'm like same it's how it goes man it's wisdom though so you're welcome it does it's gonna be not, a tub going behind me here coach that's all right a good tub you got a tub a uh, uh, in there for the listener out there inch. there's there there are people working hard behind chad chop right now yeah, they are putting a bathtub uh into, into your uh home well i want to hear about that uh it, you know friedman calls you up uh, what'd you do? You took the fam to Mesa. We took him to Glendale and Glendale. Uh, just got to see all the boys, all the coaches, all the players. And uh, I wore all my Pushridge swag, which was great. So they were asking me about that. And it's, it's a fun thing to talk about when you're playing the way that my kids are playing and the way we love each other. Look at that mug. I hope someday we get to have the, uh, the founders and creators of that, the, that mug on this program. Um, but yeah, it was great. It was awesome. And, uh, it was great to see those guys. And uh, I mean, what a, what a club got to meet Freddie Freeman and told him that, uh, he probably learned most of his skills from watching me 
because I played with his older brother in college and he was an 11 year old watching this play and <clears throat> he watched a young Chad Chop oh. launch balls over the left center field fence. Yes. It yes. Happened. How about that? So Freddie, I hear he's just the nicest guy, huh? Just a, just a sweet dude. And good dude, man. Yeah. yeah. Good dude. And that's going to fit right in with a, with a clubhouse filled with just great humans. So Dodgers do a really good job, man. They bring in quality people and Freddie's no exception. He's uh He's right there at the top of the list of just tremendous humans. Who gave you the best hug? That's a good question. Uh, got a good hug with Mookie. Me and Gavin Lux hugged about three times. Hmm. And I came up behind Cody for a backwards hug into a front hug, snuck up on him. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was great. It was great to see everyone. Andrew gave me a great hug. B. Gomes, like all those guys. Those are my people. And uh, they, it's just a special group. They're tremendous people, all of them. So it was, it was great. And Dave Roberts just speaking truths, man. Uh, he is, he is, he is letting his team know that um, they are amazing and they're going to win the World Series. He's he's going Hunter Pence. He's already got the thought momentum going, thought and momentum. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I do too. And it's and it's one of those things where, you know, the wrong set of ears might say that's arrogant. Well. I don't think it's arrogant. I think he's speaking truth and, and he didn't just come out and say it. Someone asked him, <laughs> you know, Dan Patrick asked him a question and he answered it and he answered it honestly. And I love that. And he's earned it. Like, like, we, I mean, go listen to the Hunter Pence episode, folks. If you think um, that those words are, are arrogant and yeah, maybe they could be from someone who hasn't earned it or who hasn't yeah. been there, done that. Um, but I mean, doc, he's earned it. And, uh, Ask, and I watch love the it. Jock Peterson, watch the Jock Peterson episode. It, it, same thing. Same you don't thing, think you're the best. You're going to get your ticket punched. So you don't think you're uh, the incredible Hulk in the box. You're going to get your ticket punched. And you've been sending those text messages to your high school team. We're going to win the state championship. Like put that thought in their head and then obviously sniff out any, uh, any cocky any uh, arrogance in your club and, and say, that's, that's not it. Right. Yep. Because, I mean, what, you know, you, uh, have you sensed that at all from, from sending that message to your team that you're going to win it all. And then they kind of take it the wrong direction. Not at all. And, and when we say that we're going to win it all, I, I back that up with that should inspire us to work even harder and to double down on the details and the fundamentals and each other and resolve and character um, complacency's the devil in sports in life so uh yeah as a coach you can proclaim all kinds of cool goals ours in the micros to get better every day and in the macros to win a state title um but in the micro it's to get better every day right so that kind of like leads to that macro goal um but the boys are on 11 game winning streak right now uh knocked out the back-to-back -back defending state champions last week and followed that up with two difficult wins on the road. Uh, pretty special group, man. We're, uh, we got a lot of plans this week. We're going to do a team dinner on Wednesday and a team barbecue on Friday. We just love hanging out, coach. We try to have fun. And uh, when they get to third base, they choose between original Skittles or Wildberry Skittles or Sour Patch Kids if they're feeling crazy. But I have those all in my back pocket. Let's go. Yeah, have Let's fun. go. Now, have fun. Do you are you still using signals from, from third base? coaching box i mean you, you go on you go on wrist to the shoulder do you have an apple watch now what do we do 
all verbals. I use all verbals. Uh, I have a few flash signs, um, but signs are for the birds. The only time I'm using signs, umpires earmuffs is if I need to give a kid time to warm up. <laughs> Seriously. And I'll do like a ridiculous amount of signals and like make sure everyone's looking at me and all that BS that we used to have to do as kids. Like, yes. hey, hey, pay attention. It's all fake. I'm literally just wasting time for my guy in the pen and I can steal 30 seconds of pitch on just nonsense, just like not real swiping. No. Yeah. It's all fake. I, I it's all verbal. I do all verbals I, and flash signs. Gosh. I, I, I have a lot of dreams, but one other, one of my <laughs> dreams is to be able to coach third base for the Cubs and, uh, yes. and, and just really explore the space physically with my dance moves on signs. Yep. And again, it, none of it'll ma- mean anything because yep. it, it's all verbal these days. But, you know, I, I remember seeing Will Farrell go to a spring training game and he was a third base coach, maybe for the Dodgers, or I think he, he pitched for the Dodgers and Mattingly took him out. He uh, too. but yeah. he caught to, he I had was there signs. in 2019. Yeah. You were there. Actually, he had a actually sign. It might've been, yeah, it might've been with the giants, but either way, go ahead, continue. He had a sign, uh, like he brought in a sign and he showed it to the batter and it said, you are handsome. Let's go. <laughs> love it. Matters. That was the actual sign. Come yeah. on. I love that. Will Ferrell um, was well, great. I, yeah, pretty sure that was a little bit. Uh, I think I was with the Giants, but we were playing the Dodgers at Camelback. And he helicoptered in. He yeah. landed on the field in a helicopter. And like Will Ferrell was my time. guy. I love Will Ferrell. That was cool. Gosh. Good yeah. dude. You talk about bringing new fans into the game. That's the way to do it. That's a fact. Um, well, uh, today's guest is is one of my good friends and this guy uh, hooked us up with David Mickey Evans, uh, who was on our podcast earlier, the writer, director of The Sandlot. Uh, and he's the founder and he's the president of a company called Dugout Mugs. And I've got four of them right here on my table right now. I've got the Coach Ball Game wine glass. So they, make, they make mugs um, out of baseball bats. And then they'll put any design you want on there. Uh, I've got my favorite team, the Cubbies. So you got the wine glass, you got the beer mugs. And then this is a special one, and I'll show him again uh, when when he comes on. But uh, I had a family in Pennsylvania, and uh, that was one of my stops in uh, on the Sandlot Tour last summer in Elizabethtown, PA. Uh, got my Coach Ball Game logo on there and all the different cities I went to uh, on that Sandlot Tour. So um what a dude can't wait to to kind of unpack how he went from being a a college player to a a player in the in uh blue jays organization then he was coaching and then he had this idea and i mean what a cool idea and it's the same thing me and you do like we love baseball and we were asked to uh hit the road basically uh you're not coming back next year you're not invited to spring training um take that big bowl of reality and do something with it and I mean, what'd you do? Well, you started coaching. You started throwing BP and you started hitting fungos to Albert Pujols, uh, by the way, who's now a St. Louis Cardinal. Love that. At a boy. Um, and, uh, and just can't wait to unpack kind of how he, he took his love of the game and he did something with it. And now these mugs are in all 30 MLB stadiums. Um, and he's partnered with every team and a really cool thing. So. That's Before great. he comes on, we haven't touched on the fact that Major League Baseball's back. Like, I, I, I think we just kind of forgot to talk about that. Um, but how does that feel, man? How you feel having MLB 
games back on your MLB TV and, and uh, in the stadiums. It's great. It's uh, just means a lot of viewing um, for myself, taking in the Giants and the Dodgers games. And uh, I'm excited. You know, it's cool. You can watch those games like the entire game in 45 minutes. I think I'm going to need that. Like you just watch the action pitch, which yep. – isn't okay to wait, way to watch a game. It's not the best, obviously, as we know, there's so many ins and outs and, and things that lead up to the action pitch, but it's still a kind of a cool way to watch the game. So I'm going to probably do a lot of that this year, but I'm really, really excited to watch both those clubs. They retooled and uh, they're going to be battling it out in the NL West. Um, it's going to be fun to watch for sure. Some, some great battles, man. I mean, you got that AL East the Blue Jays lineup, the Red Sox lineup, the Rays are going to Ray, the Yankees are going to be the Yankees. Um, and, and then you look NL central, our, uh, our recent guest, Albert Pujols, he's now with those St. Louis Cardinals, our recent guest, Boog Shambi calling games for the Cubbies. Uh, I think yeah. the, I think the Cubs are going to be fun. I think the Cardinals are, are going to be right there with the Brewers as far as the teams to beat. And, uh, there's just good battles all across baseball. And like you said, we, we might not have time to watch a three-hour game because we've got kids and a full-time job and then another job on top of that. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to just pop on some games on my MLB TV, maybe go to some some Angels games, Dodgers games, and um, just good to, have, good to have it back. I'm excited to try to hopefully get on your weekly uh, recap and maybe we just do a tag team you know what I mean? I'm just saying, I'll throw it out there. Flamingo Jennings will be back with his Monday MLB <laughs> recap. Baby. I love that with the music and the, and that's an albatross. <laughs> I love it. It, it. It's the best. If I can get in on that. Oh my gosh. That would, that would, there, I mean, it, there's a mixture of, uh, of Keith Overman and Dan Patrick yeah. from sports center in there. Yes. There's some Norm, Norm McDonald, uh, Saturday night live in there. There's it's some so good. Uh, David Letterman in there. I mean, all the guys that I grew up, you know, enjoying watching with my dad, you know, and, yeah. and dad loved Letterman um, and uh, SNL. And then I yeah. loved watching sports center. So uh, it gives Keep me a chance down. to kind of just like the podcast, like push pause on my coaching life and, and do something else, do something creative. Um, Keith and Dan so, didn't go, go on their own. So you pick, you, you choose Keith and or Dan and I'll be the other. And now we go just saying that's a deal. That's that. That's easy. Done. Can't wait. So good. Perfect. Everyone, you heard um, it here first, folks. I heard it here first. Heard it here first. <laughs> well, uh, when our um... Dave Letterman laugh. <laughs> when our guest comes on, we're gonna have a little trivia session. It's gonna be Canada trivia. Why? Because he oh. played in the Blue Jays organization, and uh, our man Chad Chop, the wonder, played in the uh, Expos organization who's now the washington oh, nationals canada so oh, canada okay we're gonna go oh canada with with that so um for any of you listeners out there that are that are wanting to beat them in this trivia session there's your little hint. research yeah. you got any topics at the top uh anything anything hitting you uh well uh yeah deb's deb's uh my better half is in california right now Snap, right by you lit. yeah she's yeah she's in your neck of the woods she's at disneyland for the next two days with our middle son mr noah stephen chop which is great for them and it's a borderline travesty for me over here i'm just taking grenades uh oh, we yeah. have three babies and uh, i'm a dad and i'm not a mom and i don't have the 
you know, insert whatever you need to insert. There's a lot, there's a long list of things that I lack to get this done, but I'm doing the best I can. I got Boaz off to school here, barely. He's wearing Crocs on a rain day. So yeah. that's, you know, hope for the best there. And Ty Ty's at school, so that's good. But uh, it's, it's a struggle. I had to be at the same place at the same, to two different places at the same time yesterday. So I, I failed in that, but uh, I had to make a choice. So dropped Bo off at football. And then I went and picked up Titus from preschool. Debbie did this for eight months while I was gone. It's insane. Unbelievable. She's the best. Yeah, With four of them. I'm doing yeah we've for- talked about it. Yeah, we can't Crazy. do what they do. We just can't. Like, and, and I've got Mrs. Ballgame, uh, you know, uh, working on, on the Coach Ballgame website and getting everything set up so people can register and all these different sandlots all across the country and all my summer camps that are coming up. Um, and then she's got to be Tara Jean. She's got to be mom. She's got to yep. get the kids lined up with, with summer camps herself and all, all the different things that, that, that they do in school. Um, and we're, you know, we're getting kicked out of our house, uh, in a couple months, we've been renting a house here in, in Lake Forest. So there's all that too. And, um, another, another layer. It's amazing, amazing what, what those moms out there can do. So add a girl once again, uh, to all of you. Um, well, you I, got. I, we, we had, we had rain yesterday, so I got rained out from my sandlots and I think that's pushing your way now. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's, today it's outside. Yes, sir. Sun's out guns out we're ready to go mm. today but i've got i've got um sand lots this week in, in, here in california and then i'll be hitting a few different towns in the next two weeks for spring break gonna hit utah pretty excited to fly into salt lake city and coach some kids there in farmington utah and then me and tara jean are doing a little uh nine-year anniversary trip to nashville tennessee beautiful place it is um and uh we're gonna do some sand lots on good friday April 15, kids are out of school. Let's have a good Friday. Let's play baseball. So uh, going to run sandlots in Nashville, Tennessee. And, uh, and then before you know it, it'll be summertime. And it uh, looks like I'll, I'll have a, a busy summer traveling uh, all over the country. I'll be doing, be doing some sandlots of my own. Uh, I'll be doing camps of my own um, in North Carolina and California. And then... Um, we got some good news. I'll probably break it as soon as the, the contract is signed, but got some, some good news uh, from uh, a big entity, uh, some exciting stuff. So going to partner with, with, um, with, with, with something and it's going to be cool. So that'll be breaking news whenever we sign on the dotted line. It was going to happen. Can't wait. It was going to happen uh, two marches ago and then something called COVID happened. So yeah. um excited to announce that um and yeah just kind of doing what uh what i read about our our guest is doing in his life where uh i love baseball and i love creating things he loves to do the same thing and and that's just kind of what i what i decided to do with my life so i wait tables and substitute teach for for a decade and a half and and now i can do that i can coach kids for a living and where should I move now that we're getting kicked out of, uh, of our house here, coach, where, where, where should the low family move? Easy. Oral Valley, uh, Arizona. That's easy. Next question. I mean, come be my neighbor. There's two houses on my street for sale. Come live on a cul-de-sac and live your best life. That's I think easy. Would, I think KK would say bang. Bang. Yeah. That's automatic. Yeah. That's that, that's my vote. Now Nashville, uh, I know is in the running and that's a tremendous place as well. Uh, and that's close to your family. 
Um, but uh, yep, my, my vote family's is in selfish. North Carolina, so yeah, hmm. my vote, my vote is selfish. My vote is Oral Valley, Arizona, one of the top ten cities to raise a family. That's a fact. Bang. And uh, is that science or is that? I'd love to yeah. have you. No, that's 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 a combination of the both. It's a STEM school, and uh, and we live on a golf course, so you'd be living on the uh, fifth green if you were my neighbor. Now yeah. that is something I need. I need to live I on know. a golf course. I know, kind of need it. Can you use my golf cart yeah. whenever you want. There you go. That's, Deal. That's that's yeah. That's my uh, put you over the top. I like that you said you like to love baseball and love creating things. I love baseball and I love people, and that's what uh, I was asked last night by one of my kids, like. Hey coach, uh, you know, like, where do you, after high school, where do you want to coach? You want to coach college? You want to get back into professional baseball? And I said, honestly, I don't know. I know I'm committed to 14 years at this high school because my baby's four just turned five. So, um, I'm going to be here for 14 years. And, uh, and then I don't know, I, I have a passion for the game and for people. So wherever that takes me, I'll be ready. Um, but we love it here in Oro Valley. I know that. Did, uh, getting back to, to the Dodgers family uh, make you miss your old job a little bit? No, I mean, I miss the people. So it was great to see them, but like we have phones and, and uh, you know, I told, told Cody, I'd be texting him every day, reminding him how great he is. And uh, same with Gavin Lux and got to see Walker Bueller and just tell him how good he smelled. He smelled like success, Gosh. you know, went in for a big hug. And I mean, that's whatever that cologne is he's got on. That's it. Uh, you know, it was, I think it's called like Walker Mahogany. Yeah, Rich Mahogany, uh, he had some show kicks on, and uh, they don't have a dealer yet for the planes, so uh, I can neither confirm nor deny there's a good chance I'll be heading out there in August, and when the Dodgers go on a sick run in August, don't be surprised. Uh, they're going to get a little chop love, a little chop energy infused dog days of summer, so. I think that should just be a yearly contract. Whenever you're done yeah. uh, with your season there and, and you've got some time, like you, you're now part of that family. You're just like you're part of the San Francisco giant family. Like yeah. it, it, it's never going to leave. And yeah. you're, a right. you're a text message away. Um, uh, Meet him in a cool. city and let's uh, go. Yeah, that was good. It was, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. And, and it's funny because – even Debbie asked me that too. Like, did that make you miss anything? And it's like, no, I'm so happy with where I'm at. And I'm so happy for the Dodgers and, and just talking to the front office and like what an amazing job they did to get the boys ready. And, you know, and obviously the players are as good as it gets as humans and as athletes and as hardworking. And it's just a tremendous group. So when you get out there and you get to see all these guys, it's just fun to just tell them how proud you are of them, you know? And, uh, it's great. It's really cool. And it makes you feel good. Cody's like, Hey, it's not the same without you. That makes you feel good. Um, but at the same time, like, Oh my gosh, they're going to win, you know, 125 games probably. So, you know, got to get, got to give your gift away every day, you know, You're right. And, and, right. and great day and to be can, great. You can do that on a text thread with, with your Dodger family. And you can do that in person with your, with your high school baseball team fam. Yes, sir. Um, I just wanted to hit on on our guy Albert before our, our guest shows up. It looks like it's going to be his final run here, right? This is, it looks his last year. Uh, you know, uh, signing with the team that he came up with. He's got Yachty there. He's got Wayno, and you know, we were just talking about you being, you know, a, a big part of that that group there in LA. And they text you, they miss you, they they ask you for hitting advice. And I think Albert, he's going to be playing. Uh, for sure. But I think 
he he has an open spot in that front office or, or as a consultant, whatever he wants to do with that club uh, for the rest of his life. So, uh, you know, what what is Albert going to bring to St. Lou um, that, that, who knows, might help him get to the big dance? Well, I'll, I'll correct one thing you said there. Dodger guys do not ask me for hitting advice. I go to that clubhouse and I go as a sponge and I try to absorb as much as I can from the greatest hitters on the universe with the best hitting coaches in the world. So maybe uh, mental advice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of uh, like, how do we stay in the moment and, and all that good stuff. But when it comes to swipes, as coach Brown calls it, uh, they're, they're the leader in the clubhouse in swipes. So uh, I go in there as a sponge, but with that said, uh, Albert Pujols, uh, tremendous leader, tremendous human, uh, give you the shirt off his back <clears throat> competitor trying to find a way to win. He'll take whatever role they're going to give him, and he'll embrace it and, and maximize it. Uh, obviously the Cardinals got a great, great human, great athlete, great player, great competitor. Uh, you know, Albert's Albert's, if he's not the best, he's one of the very, very best, uh, to ever yep. do it. So he's great. Yeah. Bringing that leadership and that, that vibe and, you know, him and Yachty and, and Wayno, like you, you, that clubhouse, forget about it. Leadership yeah. galore. And, um, it was nice to read about, uh, his former teammate, Mike Trout kind of ready to take on more of a leadership role. I was reading an article and uh, Ken Rosenthal wrote in The Athletic about how, you know, Trout's just kind of put his head down and, and been the best player in the game for uh, most of the last decade. And now he feels like maybe he could take on more of a leadership role. And I mean, how, how cool is that to have Shohei and Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon in that clubhouse? And then you got, you know, best player the last decade that that's ready to take more of a vocal leadership role. Um, I'd, I'd jump in that clubhouse for sure. Yeah. Trout Trout's undoubtedly the best player of the last 10 years. And if he can kind of channel into that kind of like Kobe, right. In his first few years, like he was really, really great. And even when he became one of the best, if not the best players in the league, he wasn't that quite that leader yet. It, once Shaq, was you know removed from the equation we love Shaq but once he was removed from the equation Kobe elevated his game like the Michael Jordans uh, the Mookie Betts uh, these guys that make others around them better and challenge them and uh, if Mike Trout starts doing that watch out uh, and they did they did some good things they they retooled their bullpen and their pitching staff they needed to do that it's been about 10 years of needing to do that every year as Angel fans they're hoping they retool the pitching and instead they sign you know, Rendon and some of these others, like, great. Rendon's a great player. You're going to lose games 14 to 13 because you don't have enough pitching. But they got the pitching, so that's that's great. It looks like our guest is jumping in here, Coach. Pretty excited about this. There he is. There he is. There's another one. Now, you know, the uh, uh, the, the couple of things that must happen for, for you to be a guest uh, on our podcast, hey, you got to be handsome. got to be <laughs> handsome. So there's that um and and b you gotta be a good person and and you know uh, uh albert handsome good person mookie handsome great person um and this guy uh super handsome and uh for the for the listener out there go over the to the youtube and you can see it his name's randall thompson and you've probably seen his mugs i've got four of them right here these uh these dugout mugs um, I've got the wine glass, boom, coach Sweet. ball game on there. 
I'm drinking water and milk out of that every day. Mm -hmm. I got my favorite team, the Cubbies right here. Cubbies um, are rocking. And, you know, got some other cool, cool stuff. Uh, one of my kids I coached in Pennsylvania on my Sandlot tour, he started an attaboy fund to give kids that can't afford Little League a chance to, to play baseball. That kid's 12 years old. Uh, and then he also gave me this mug, which kind of uh, tells all the different cities I went to on my Sandlot tour last uh, last year. It's Randall Thompson, folks. Uh, how you doing, man? Good to see you. What's up? How you guys doing? Good, man. Uh, Welcome. Great. Meet my buddy, Chad Chop. Uh, he's worked in the Dodgers and Giants organization the past decade. Now he's coaching high school ball in Tucson, Arizona. And um, we're glad to have you, man. What'd you have for breakfast? Nice to meet you, Chad. Yeah. I'm, nice I'm to meet you to too, Randall. What'd you have for breakfast, buddy? Oh, uh, I had a, uh, a mango, mango green smoothie. Love mm. that. Chopper. Do you go to bars? No, I actually just go in, uh, iced coffee. I'm trying to do the, uh, what is the, uh, what's the, uh, intermittent don't fasting? Eat, don't eat diet. Yeah. Yeah. You go like you don't eat and then you eat as much as you can right before bed. It's yeah. It's not really working out, but, uh, I crushed like a pizza and a half last night. So that was awesome. It's fun while you're eating. <laughs> um, well, Randall, uh, I'll just give you the snippets here. Listener grew up in Orlando, Florida from a young age. He had two loves baseball and being creative. And that pretty much sounds like me and, uh, you know, getting to know him, uh, a little bit. I, uh, we're definitely kindred spirits. He played college ball at Florida tech pro ball and the blue Jays organization. You guys might've, uh, uh, you know, traded beard bomb in the minors, uh, Possible. you two, because uh, what Chad year Chopper, he, he looks younger than me? Yeah, what years were those? 2011 and 2012. Yeah, so that was I was afraid of. Yeah, Chopper, Chopper's old 2002 um, for me. Yeah, a decade prior. <laughs> um, so, um, I, I let's get right into this. This, I mean, this is a this is a beer mug that you can drink any kind of drink out of, yep. and it's um, it's made out of a baseball bat. So cool. Uh, I, I mean, it's just too cool. Uh, where did that idea, when did the light bulb go off, brother? Uh, I was coaching college baseball after I got released and the hitting, uh, hitting coach slash recruiting coordinator, he was in the dugout with a handsaw cutting wooden baseball bats in half. Um, he was creating his own training tool. I saw these loose bat barrels just lying around in the dugout. And I said to myself, I could probably drill out the center of that. As you guys know, there's a natural cupping to, to most of the bats. And I said, I bet you that hole can just keep going down and you can turn that into a pretty cool drinking mug. And that's where the idea was born. Oh, cool. I'm sure you didn't uh, dream of, of doing this as a kid, but you, you dreamed of playing pro ball like I did. Same yeah. thing as me. I, I dreamed of playing baseball my entire life. And then uh, when when somebody says you're not invited uh, anymore, you know, you have options. You could go play softball. You could try independent ball. Uh, but for me, um, I found a passion in coaching kids. And um, I think I don't know exactly how we met, but we're both kind of on that same same path of of trying to make a life within baseball, uh, because we love it so much. So, uh, I guess I'll start there. Where'd you learn to love the game of baseball? Was there a guy, was there a coach, was there a mentor that, that, um, helped you fall in love with it? 
Not really. It, it really has been kind of like this unexplainable love affair. Uh, and uh, from a very, very young age, no one's ever really had to twist my arm to get me out to a baseball field. Um, like, uh, I mean, the first time I ever played baseball, I was, uh, I was t in T-ball and uh, it was at a field that was just around the corner from my house. And, um, yeah, I used to, I used to sit on the stoop and wait for my dad to pull up with a bucket of balls and, and a bat bag, wait for him to pull up, uh, from work and throw it in the back of his truck. And he'd say, I'm going to go inside and get changed. And, uh, we'd go up there and we would, we, we would play baseball until the sun went down. So like it never, it was never like a, a scenario where there was a moment or a person. It's just kind of like, I got introduced to it at a young age. And then from that time on, no, nobody had to ever twist my arm to do it. I just loved it. Yeah, it's the same. Same for me. Uh, and yeah. like to your point, like I, that's all I ever wanted to do, right? Ever was yeah. I wanted to be a baseball player. And all my friends would always say like, oh, well, what if it doesn't have, what if you don't get a scholarship? What if you don't get drafted? And I was like, there is no what if. Like, you know, if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle, you know? Um, and so like, I was, I was, I would never got off my dream. And that's the only way you get to these spots, like professional baseball. And then from there to get to the major leagues is timing, luck, health. Um, but the love's got to be there in the passion. So it's awesome, Randall. I can relate, dude. It's, it's a, uh, for those kids out there and for those parents, like if you're forcing your kid to play baseball, stop, find their passion. Yeah. And then pour into their passion. And if your kid does love it, just keep facilitating it and making sure they're having fun. And, uh, and the love just continues to grow. But uh, I love that, Randall. That's great. Yeah, that's great advice. I, I think it's also important to know, like, no, no matter how talented you are, there is going to be hardship that comes along the way. Um, something that my, uh, like a lesson that my dad, uh, like one of the best lessons that he's ever taught me that I apply in my everyday life now that like trying to pursue a, make a business bigger and bigger is uh, you kind of just give me that one more mentality. Like just give it one more day and see, you know, see what the, what the next day looks like. You just giving that little bit of extra time and thought and because I almost quit in high school and thank God I didn't, but uh, uh, my dad kind of pleaded with me and said, Hey, just give it one more season and just see what happens. So yeah, I think yeah. Our uh, one of our, our first guests, Nick Henley, his dad would always, you know, tell him in the backseat of the car uh, after a game where he went over five, like just eat this elephant one bite at a time. And I use that every day, you know, in in parenting, in building uh, my business, or whatever it might be, just uh, tackling the, the daily struggles, just, just one small bite at a time, you, you can eat this elephant. So, uh, I think that's great. That's part of facilitating a, a young child's, um, love for something. And if you're, if you're trying to, uh, push down, um, a, uh, uh, I, I, I want to say like, kick down a, a revolving door. Like you can't you spin a revolving door. You don't like kick that. it down. Right. Yeah. Then it ain't going to work. So, I mean, my kids, they love dance. They love gymnastics. I'm not going to throw baseballs at them all day long, you know? Uh, so find their passion. I love that big time. Um, so you're coaching college uh, baseball at your alma mater when you get this idea. So how do you go from the idea to actually, um, you know, just 
pragmatically making it making it into this execution. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, l- let me touch real quick on, on something on passion because there's something uh, that, and then I'll answer that. But I, I think there's something that, that that's really critical that that I uh, heard about five years ago, and it was a huge pivot point for me, is that uh, the the root word of passion is struggle. That's where passion of the Christ comes from. And most times, you know, people say, ah, I don't know what I'm passionate about. I can't find my passion, whatever it is, really focusing on the things that you've struggled with in life. Most, most times you can find a lot of passion in that because we learn our best from the stuff that we struggle with. So you usually know the most about the stuff that you've struggled with. And then when you're able to take that, those lessons and apply them to other people's life, then ultimately that's where passion is going to come from. So something that's to- huge. Yeah. Can I touch on that uh, real yeah. quick before you answer that question from coach ball game? I tell my kids all the time when we're at practice and if we're failing through something and it's like, Hey, this is why we're practicing, right. Or struggling because we're not perfect at it yet. And if we were perfect, it would be boring and we'd go on to something else. So it just kind of piggybacks on what you just said as a coach, if a kid's struggling, remind them that that's why you're working on it and it's okay. And keep grinding and keep going for it and breathe and one more day or one more rep, but don't quit. And don't fold the tent because it's hard. If it was easy, everyone would do it. I love that. That is that is a great, great way to describe uh, passion. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, taking the idea from uh, from an idea in a dugout to actually having a workable thing, uh, I initially didn't try to pursue it. You know, I just uh, I kind of threw it into my back pocket. I'm an idea machine. I lo- I love coming up with concepts and I love coming up with product ideas, business ideas, all just all sorts of ideas. And um, I just kind of threw in my back pocket. And then I realized coaching wasn't for me. um, And I wanted to be creative every single day. So I took a a job at an ad ad agency as an intern. And uh, I was waiting tables at night and then working this ad agency during the during the day. And both kind of exploded at the same time. And uh, I was kind of just in a weird, weird place in life and um, uh, living in my sister's backyard, uh, not like in a tent, but she had a a detached garage that that was turned into a studio apartment and she was charging me 400 bucks a month to to stay there. And I was like in month two of not being able to pay her. And I was like, what is my life? You know? And uh, uh, shortly after that, I get a, a call from Sherwin Williams paint company that uh, for a job that I applied for months, months before. And they said, Hey, do you want to come in for an interview? I say, sure. So I start driving this delivery van, uh, this, uh, paint delivery van. And I, and I was doing that from about six 30 in the morning to about two 30 in the afternoon. And my idea was I was going to take that time to make the money, to be able to funnel into this idea that I had in a dugout once that it seemed simple enough that I could drill the whole drill a hole in a baseball bat, turn it into a mug and then, and then try to sell it. And it seemed like a really, really simple concept. And it took me about a year to figure out how to put a hole in a baseball bat. This whole time, all I needed was a wood turner, but I didn't know that. And it's always so easy looking back and knowing exactly what you needed. But when you're learning a whole new language, wood turning or woodworking and another language, just the business manufacturing, prototyping, you're trying to learn all these new languages while working a full-time job uh things always just take more time take more money than you'd ever anticipate they're going to take so eventually i got there ordered 100 sold those 100 ordered another 500 sold those 500 ordered a thousand 
and then about we sold about three hundred thousand of them last year. So it's amazing. It, yeah. It's it's got it's just gotten huge, and and it's in all thirty major league parks, uh, fifty states, seven countries, uh, and uh, I do draw parallels to my Sandlots and Coach Ball Game and and your company. I, I've been coaching since '05, but I I um, I really dug in uh, and and went head first dive into into my sandlots around 2015 and i had i had somebody that kind of shoved me and it was my wife and she saw the passion i had and she saw the uh just the space the need for for this sort of thing this baseball sandlot where it's about building character and having fun and reaching kids on a on a on a deep level um, and she pushed me, uh, otherwise I would have just kept kind of being safe and, and doing, doing my waiting tables and, and substitute teaching and private lesson gig. Did you have somebody that, uh, that pushed you a little bit, uh, in, in that, in that, should I continue to drive paint trucks time? <laughs> uh yeah actually and it's kind of it's it's kind of the plot thickens really there's another company that does does this and that was an initial company that i started alongside the guy that also started it and we kind of both pushed each other to to like bring this to fruition we were both kind of in a, a point of our lives where we weren't happy um with where we were and we and i would recommend this not necessarily the way that it ended, but I would recommend this for anybody. You, you got to have, you got to have some sort of accountability partner. You have to have somebody that really believes in you. Uh, and you do have to have somebody that kind of just gives you a shove when you need it. Um, and the combination of those three things um, can yield a, a, like a bigger and better you. Um, a, a quick, I guess a, a quick story of uh Years ago, I was with that same guy that was cutting baseball bats in half, uh, and I was uh, I was out on the Flats River fishing with him. Um, I don't really like to fish all too much, but like it was just something to do. And it was like four thirty in the morning, and we're out there, and it's freezing cold. And uh, he's a huge uh, he catches like reds and the flats and all all the stuff. And so we're we're waiting out there, and we're probably like belly button deep in this water. And, uh, and he's, he's like doing hand signals and stuff and trying to, trying to tell me where to cast. And I'm just so miserable. It's freezing cold outside. And I just wanted to go home and, and get in bed and say the hell with this. And, uh, uh, eventually I, I cast out or he tells me to cast out and I, I reel on a red fish. That's just like humongous. I have a photo of it. And I'm just so excited. And I think that there's a, I, I think there's a cool lesson that's within that is like, the, the concept of one more, one more cast, you know, you, you don't know what's going to come with that one more cast. And then also surrounding yourself around people like where you don't want to let them down. Uh, so I was out there with Merck. I didn't want to leave him out on the water by himself, freezing cold. Uh, I didn't want to let him down. So I think the combination of those two things of finding somebody that's going to kind of keep you accountable, someone that you can stand side by side with, and also just that one more cast uh, mentality, I think, is a, a huge key to, to anything that you want to pursue in life. Well, we've talked about it, me and Chopper on this podcast, how um, uh, just one, one brave 
move or one brave thought can can really change the course of your life. Chopper's in a 24-hour fitness working out, and he sees Hunter Pence. And, you know, he, 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 who's going to go up to Hunter Pence and, and start a conversation? But Chopper goes right up to him um, and says, hey, anytime you want to uh, hit some batting practice, I have the keys to Laguna Beach High School, and, you know, I'll throw batting practice to you. Like, who does that? Who says that? And yeah. that leads to um, five years with the Giants, five years with the Dodgers as a consultant and video analyst and uh, all sorts of things. And um, and now all these guys have come on this podcast. So, you know, uh, Chopper, you can probably speak to it better than me. That um, that little that little thought, that brave move, where, where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah, just take risks. And uh, even just how I ended up in Laguna was taking a risk. Uh, and my wife being willing to take that journey with me. And, and when you take a big risk, a lot of times there's a big reward. So just be fearless. You can be safe and that's okay. And, and most folks are safe. But if you take a risk and you take a chance and uh, you kind of go up against it, uh, watch out. It could be pretty awesome. Uh, and that's what we did. And uh, I ran into Hunter and just said, hey, dude, if you ever need anything, let me know. And, and he, he said more recently, like, yeah, everyone always wants stuff from you, but you didn't want anything from me. You just wanted to help me. And that's that being that, like, kind of be a servant, you know? Um, yeah, that's, that's where that came from. That's neat. And, um, you know, you had a guy that had been there, done that, and, and won a World Series championship like Hunter Pence empowering you and saying, I love your vibe. I love what you're about. You should, you should pursue this even harder. I had the same thing with uh, Joe Buck, who, who saw what I was doing and was like, I'm going to fly to New York and I'm going to talk to MLB for you and I'm going to open up doors with Fox. And, and it's like, I, you know, it, it could have been my upbringing. I, I was taught to just like, I'm, uh, you know, stay humble, stay, you know, uh, don't, don't, I'm not, don't think I'm anything, but, and there's something very valuable to that. But when you have somebody that can empower you to say, okay, it's time to take this leap. You are, you should be there. Um, it means the world. And now, you know, I'll go into a, grocery store and say come to my sandlot come to my baseball camp because it's going to change your life and your kids seven years ago that was not the case like I didn't want to bother anybody I didn't want to pass out a flyer did you have somebody that had been there and done that that empowered you Randall uh, as you know you tried to go into 30 major league ballparks that uh, that's a that's an I think another interesting point where uh, where passion is born is somebody else recognizing uh, the potential within you. Uh, I think there there's, there's passion that's born in those moments as well. Um, yeah. My business partner now, Chris is kind of like this fearless guy that like, will start a conversation with anybody and like, uh, he'll spin you around 14 times and you'll look up and like, <laughs> you're just like, wait, uh, like a, a good example of that is this pro scouts gala. It was in, it was in California. Uh, and this was like maybe three years ago or four years ago. And, um, uh, we made, we made mugs for the gala and, uh, Chris somehow got us backstage and we were just taking photos with everybody that was part of this gala, like King Griffey Jr. And Buster Posey. And, uh, <laughs> we had, we had no reason why we were backstage. Uh, we, we just supplied the mugs for, for the event. Uh, but somehow, Chris talked to this person who talked to this person who talked to this person, all things came together. And that's, 
that's Chris is like, uh, if we want to go and tackle something, um, he's a, he's a great person to have by your side because not only is he the first to act on whatever, whatever it is we're trying to accomplish. He's also pumping my tires to make sure that we can, that we can get through the, through the dirt, so to speak. Got to gas you up. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Gas you up. Uh, what did uh, uh chopper you, you bring Jack Peterson or KK in, uh, into the clubhouse and give them a dig me sesh, right? Dig me sesh, gas them up. You got to have that guy that's in your corner that believes in you as much, if not more than you believe in yourself. And he will not let you get off of that fact that you're great. And it's a great day to be great. And let's go. Mm-hmm. Joe. So, uh, the, the first door that really got open for me, Joe got me, uh, to the celebrity softball game at the 2018 all-star game. And the first guy he brings up for an interview is King Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I've got MLB Network beside me and all the other news outlets. And I was the first one to interview him. 20 minutes later, all the other camera guys are like, are you guys doing a documentary? What's going on here? <laughs> but, you know, Griffey wanted to talk youth baseball and, and really gave me a lot of time. And then at another moment in that game, I think Drew Carey is on the mound pitching. And we were trying to interview all these uh, celebrities to sing, take me out to the ball game with me. And Joe's like, we got to go across the field. We got to go to the other dugout. And everybody's like, we got three camera guys. We, we can't just walk. He's like, just start walking. <laughs> and we just walk right behind the umpire and the catcher. And Joe's like, nobody knows who we are. Nobody knows who anybody is. Just keep walking. It's and true. That's what Do it made me think of when you were, you know, when when your pal was like, "Let's get back there and and talk to Griffey." Like yeah. you, you just got to keep walking. Nobody knows who anybody is anymore. So uh, act like you're somebody. You know, chest out, <laughs> shoulders down, shoulders back, smile, yeah, and just go. And then you, before you know it, you'll be where no one else can get to because you just had the fearlessness of, like, "Hey, let's go. We're we're we belong here. Let's go." You act yeah. like you belong there. Good chance you're going to stay there. And it's the message. Uh, you know, I, I, I know this message is necessary in the game of baseball, spreading joy and building character. So, yeah, I'll do it. I'll, I'll go, I'll go uh, as far as we need to go. That's what I noticed about you, Randall. I mean, I, I, um, I reached out to you because, you know, David Mickey Evans, who wrote and directed The Sandlot, and right away you send an email, hey, got to introduce – you two together, you should be on his podcast. Uh, same thing when I went and did my Sandlots in Tampa. You reached out to everybody you knew uh, to try and, you know, spread the word about this guy in a funny hat coaching <laughs> baseball. And, you know, we've, we've never met in person, but uh, just that kindness, it, it means the world. And, you know, I, I would do the same for you. Uh, where, where'd you learn that? I asked Albert Pujols, why do you choose good? Uh, and and his answer was that's part of the gig it's part of my responsibility um did you have somebody that that taught you about character kindness i think think my dad and and what's what's interesting about that is like uh i think in some ways like my dad's shortcomings he kind of really tries to hone in on me or at least he tried to hone in as as like uh as i was a kid and i think that's i think that's most parents Uh, you know they might live with some regrets and then they pass along those regrets to kids i'm sure that exists within youth youth baseball in a big way but uh so uh, this this is the absolute truth i'm somehow blessed that i'm always around really great people um and i think part of that reason is is that 
from a really young age, my dad was like a huge stickler to make sure that uh, I would follow up with people and just see how they're doing. Uh, or after a baseball camp or clinic or any sort of uh, conversation that I was having with an adult, uh, shake their hand, thank them for their time. And I think those small little things of just checking in on people and thanking them for their time, I think the combination of those two things kind of stuck with me from the time that I was a kid through adulthood. Um, and uh, I, th I, you know, I haven't really thought too much about it, but I think that I think that kind of draws people in when you appreciate their time and you check on them just randomly. I think what ends up happening is you start cultivating people around you that um, that are just without getting too hippy dippy, are just kind of you know, it's kind of vibrate at a, at a certain frequency. No doubt chopper. I mean, you live by that code. Yeah. And that's hundred pence. Uh, yeah. It's, it's karma is the term that a lot of people use. Um, and it's, I think it's true. And to Randall's point, like the people that you want to be surrounded with respond to that. And the people that don't, you don't want to be around them. So like, if you're checking in with someone and like, Hey, beat it nerd. Well, cool. You don't want to be around that guy. Right. So like the more you check in with folks and they, and they reciprocate, like, you're like, okay, this is my circle. And uh, it's that old adage of show me a man's friends and I'll show you his heart or his character. And uh, for us, you know, talking to coaches and players out there and parents, make sure you know who your kid's friends are. You know what I mean? Because if they're doing bad things, your kid's going to get caught up. And if they're doing good things, your kid's going to get caught up in a good way. My friends growing up, we didn't drink. We didn't party. We didn't do that stuff. We were all athletes and we wanted to be great. And if I showed up one day and said, hey, I want to go do this or that or go shoplift, they'd have been like, you're out of your mind, dude. We're not doing that, right? So mm -hmm. it's that positive peer pressure. Uh, and that's a big deal. So for our it's parents critical. out there, yeah, be aware. And don't just assume your kid's okay. Ask. Yeah, it's critical. It really is. Love it. Well, um, the, uh, there's no smooth segue into our next topic, uh, which is trivia. Let's go. Uh, but, but, uh, we, we always have a little trivia sesh, uh, with, with chopper and, and our guest and, uh, your birchwood right here, birchwood comes from Canada. Is that right? Yeah. That's Canadian wood right there. That's Canadian birchwood. Uh, Chad <laughs> Chop. Uh, uh, you played in the blue Jays organization, Randall and, Chopper played in the Montreal Expos organization. Thanks. You're so Canadians. our trivia today <laughs> is uh, it's all about Canada no and it's about the Blue Jays it and it's, it's the Expos slash nationals. Uh, so uh, these are, these are questions based on, on those two organizations. And as soon as you know, the answer, Randall, just try and spit it out. If you have the wrong answer, then you can just keep on spitting out answers till you get the right one. And we see who can get it first. Number one, Toronto Blue Jays all-time home runs leader. Delgado. Correct. That's a good answer. Carlos Delgado, 336 bombs uh, with a Blue Jays uniform on. Can we just uh, end there? That, <laughs> that was game awesome. over. But, uh, That's as good did, as he's going to get. Any, anybody know second and third place? Joe Carter, Sean Green. A couple of power hitters probably on there. Yeah, all incorrect. Love that. Uh, uh, we, we've got Mr. Bautista and Mr. Incarnacion. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, a little newer. Okay. Two and Joey three. Bats. Okay. One nothing, uh, Randall. 
Uh, question number two, listener, can you answer it before they do? All-time leader in hits for the Blue Jays. 1,583. Not John Olerud, but boy, did I love watching him play. Um, well, if... I'll just say I'll uh, I'll say Bautista. I don't know. Here's your hint. Give us a, give us a position or uh, something. Give us something. Shortstop. Yeah, I was afraid you're gonna say that. Like a really smooth shortstop. Um, um, not uh, Tony Fernandez. He didn't have a lot of hits, did he? Correct. One thousand five hundred and eighty-three. He yes, had a lot of hits. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, just passed away last year. Tony Fernandez, most right. hits all time in a Blue Jays uniform. Tie game one to one. Canada. Big trivia. one right there. That was a big I'm one. Smelling the birchwood. I'm smelling it. <laughs> um, by the way, the kid that got me this uh, uh, this Attaboy baseball fund mug is Owen Wolf of Elizabeth uh, Town, Pennsylvania. Attaboy. Owen. Attaboy. And uh, his dad is my boots on the ground. Anytime I go to Pennsylvania, he's the guy. Um, I love finding boots on the ground, by the way, Randall's my boots on the ground and all of Florida, basically. And, and that's, that's how I set up sandlots. Hey, yeah, I've, I've found the heart and soul of the community. Can, can we find a field? Can we get it going? Love that. Anyhow, back to the action. Blue Jays, all time <laughs> leader in at bats. Carter. No, not the, yeah. not, no. And it's not Tony Fernandez again, right? No, none of these okay. are uh, repeaters. Repeat. I figured you wouldn't do that to us. 5,470 career at-bats in a Blue Jays uniform. Here's your <laughs> first hint. Uh, Roberto Alomar Jr. Nope. Your first hint um, is a bug type of car. A bug. You got it? You got it? Swaggin? Connect Volkswagen. some dots a little bit, but Volksy, yeah, bug and Volks, bug in here. Bull. Um, Slippy, slappy, Swanson, <laughs> Samsonite. This is, I probably know the very least about the Blue Jays, so I'm glad, I'm glad this is. Oh, no, you good. nailed Delgado. That was amazing. I know. It was I, great. I don't know. So the bug happened. reference was to his initials VW. Oh, Victor Wells. He's got the last name right. What's the first Vernon name? Wells. Bang. Vernon Wells. Vernon Wells. <laughs> That's it. So you uh, you each get a point there. Vernon Wells. I don't Wells. hate it. Yeah, I don't hate it. Two to two. two. Like uh, let's go over to the Expos. And this is Expos and Now we Nats. go. Now we go. Uh, oh, All-time homers leader uh, in that organization. All-time now. The Nats before, like this is after they switched this, over to this Washington. This could be Expos, Nats. This is the whole kit Senators? Is it Senators too? <laughs> It's the it's whole before. organization. I'll say Ryan yeah. Zimmerman. Correct. I like that answer. Bang. He's like, okay, enough of the nonsense. Zimmerman. Zim, <laughs> Zim just retired with 284 wow. bombs. Uh, played with one team the entire time. Mr. National. Great human. Um, okay. Now I'll give you, uh, this is, this is an expo. Um, and uh and Gary this Carter. is the all-time leader in triples not oh, not, not gary, gary carter, carter. <laughs> not gary carter triples huh expos all-time leader in triples uh i'm gonna go with rock reigns correct Boom. 82 Dang. that was my manager 
2004. We're tied th- three to three now. It's a great it's game. It's a tie game. This mm-hmm. is a great game. A and game. Rock Reigns was your manager. Any good Rock Reigns uh, manager stories? Yeah, uh, that was my worst year in pro ball. Uh, and, uh, so I was scuffling a little bit. So he takes me into the cage and he just starts doing this, like the Chicago white Sox, Frank Thomas hit off your front foot shenanigans. And he's like, just try to hit like this. And he's just laughing. I'm like, this is not ideal. You don't no. want a hall of famer teaching you because they're like, why can't you just do it? Like I do it. And it's like, well, yeah. rock multitude of reasons, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to back leg balls. You're trying to front leg balls. So <laughs> love rock rain. So great human, great laugh, great smile. Um, yeah, true baseball man, Hall of Famer, and a great nickname. Great nickname. Uh, back to the Blue Jays. Uh, Blue Jays all-time uh, leader in wins as a pitcher. Pat Hankin. Clemens. Neither. Great names. Didn't hate it. Yeah, I liked it. Oh, neither of them are actually in the top four. Jimmy Key. So, Jimmy Key is in in the running, but not number one. I like Jimmy Key. It's another Jimmy Key was fourth all-time. I don't hate it. Okay, we're, we're trending. Randall, we're trending. We're getting closer. 175 wins. Five seconds. David Cohn was a Blue Jay? No? Was he a Blue That's Jay? the first name. First name is Dave. David Wells. Dave. Not David Wells. Yeah. Dave Stubbs. You're so close. It's Dave Steve. I get a point. Steve. Dave Son of us. Steve. <laughs> 175 wins. Uh, Halliday, two. Who could forget a name like Dave Steve? Jim Clancy, three. Jimmy Key, four. Good artist, Um, Jim Clancy, or good uh, good writer, Jim Clancy, right? No? You're a good I think so. Video game. Let's go back to the Expos, folks. Splinter Cell. Uh, It's still a tie game, three to three. Real quick, side note. Quick side note. Are you too young for Splinter Cell? Randall, were you in Splinter Cell? Because minor leagues, that's all about like Splinter Cell, hide the body. I don't know. Splinter Cell was the game. You don't know anything about it. You were playing Mm -hmm. Halo or Ghost Recon because video games are a big deal in the minor leagues. Uh, We were playing like PS2, uh, MLB, the show. Okay. All out. Mm. Create create a character. (laughs) I was playing the the basketball game on Atari. Aha. Pong. It was called Pong. (laughs) Um. All-time Expos, and this could be Expos or Nats, uh, leader in Sacrifice Flies. That's a great question. Gary Carter. Good guess. I mean, I hate it. Uh, okay. Here's your Gary hint. Carter. Here's your hint. He was a teammate of his. Of Gary Carter's. Larry Walker. Wow. Love that name. That's a good name. Hall of Famer. You're not, not wrong. The answer though, mm, he had probably had a lot of sack flies with the Rockies. Yeah, it's also true. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero, good guess. Incorrect. Good ball players, left and right. Uh, this guy had a great career with another ball club as well. But he was a teammate of Gary Carter's. That's a good hint for you. It's not a bad hint. Was he? Was he a second baseman? He was a right fielder. Andre Dawson, bang, correct. Take it, point, boom. Andre Coach Dawson, Bogan's favorite player, Randall. That's his guy. That's Randall. That's my Coach guy. guy. The Hawk. Chad Chop. Chad Chop lost the first eight games, and he is now in the lead. 
and could possibly I'm, go two out of his last three. That's correct. Because in my mind's eye, I was thinking, I'm one and one. I'm trending right now. I'm hot. I didn't want to. Yeah. Didn't want to jinx it. But hey, let's go. We're in a good spot. I got to turn it on now. <laughs> Four to three. Yeah. We we've got three questions left, and let's stick Woo! with the Expos uh, organization. Most strikeouts by a pitcher. Expos Nationals. Uh, pitcher Martinez. Good guess. Not correct. That is a good guess. None of the, uh, none of those pitchers we had on the top four. We I haven't heard his name yet. Oh boy, Dave Most Stewart strikeouts. No, he was a lot of time with the A's. No, I don't even, even pitch for the Blue Jays. This is for the Probably Expos. Did. This is Blue Jays uh, or Expos? I'll get, uh, I'll give this is this is the Expos organization, oh, and your my. hint is Randy Johnson. Your hint is he never played with the Montreal Expos. Oh, oh. Uh, Max so Scherzer. He's a, he's a Scherzer. Man. Scherzer. Incorrect. He got it first. Uh, Strasburg. Correct. Let's go. Ooh. Let's go. Sorry <laughs> to yell. Tommy Good Gold, fix that in the post. Fix no, that yell keep in the it. post. Turn it up, Tommy Gold. Turn that it was louder. Awesome. I thought it was Scherzer, uh, dude. Golly. Good guess. Randall needs these last two just for the tie. Uh, and these are these are real toughies. So good luck. Dormy. Yeah. Dormy. Um, and uh, and I'll I'll take top three on this one. Expos Nationals organization most pitching wins. Uh, any of the top three names. Expos Nats Scherzer. most pitching wins. Not Scherzer. No, it's he, not. He had it's too many wins with the Tigers. I, I can see his face. I know who it is. I got to just, I can see it. Here's a hint. He threw a perfect game. Yeah, this is not the same guy that I'm thinking of. Mustache. Yeah. Mustache perfect game. I'm so sad I can't think of a uh, uh, Levon Hernandez is on the top three. Bang, he's not. Devastating. I had that guy. I was certain. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Fair enough. I got to circle the wagons. Perfect so, game mustache. Most all time was Steve Rogers uh, at Expos uh, pitching wins, and then you're looking at these are a all name, Expos. A name we've already said, uh, and this is the first repeat uh, name that Jimmy. we've heard, and then a mustache. Perfect game. Dave Steep. Good guess. I mean, he had a mustache. And a perfect game? I didn't have a perfect game. I don't, yeah. I'm going to need some hints here, Rand. I don't know if you need hints, but I'm going to need some more hints. Wow. So, uh, uh, Strasburg is, is top three, as is Steve Rogers. But this name, initials DM. Mustache, perfect game. Dennis Martinez. DM. Correct for the win. Let's go. Dennis Martinez to a perfect game. Big chaw, right? <laughs> tobacco. Oh, oh, man. And then for those, uh, those, those Canadians out there, the all-time leader in saves for the Blue Jays is Tom Hankey. Tom Hankey, Hankey 217 saves. Great name. Man, you're the man. My... Thanks, for, thanks, for, thanks for coming and playing and building yeah. up Chad Chop's ego. You, yeah. I needed that, and I, I need to get your contact info. I'm going to order a bunch of uh, mugs for our seniors for senior gifts. So I'm going to I'm going to put in an order. And uh, thank you for being here, dude. Thanks for having vision and passion and being awesome and great facial hair. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's, for sure. Uh, just connect us on a on a text message, and uh, we will connect you too. And I bought uh, I bought all my assistant coaches this summer uh, dugout mugs of their favorite team. That's you can so really cool. get anything. Uh, I mean, just 
man put this logo right here boys that's the high school logo right there you're gonna put the high school logo of your high school baseball team on there um their name randall where where does everybody find you and and what what can they expect to get yeah any um anywhere that you search out dugout mugs on social media and then uh if you want to connect beyond that linkedin is a good good place to to connect uh just randall thompson on, on linkedin you're great dugoutmugs.com it, they've uh they got the mugs the wine glasses the shot glasses the bottle openers um it's just good stuff so i uh, appreciate you coming on talking baseball with us for a half yeah, hour thanks, guys great job man. really appreciate you i hope you have a great day and just thanks for being awesome man we appreciate you yep thank you guys i'll talk Atta to you have a great day dugout mugs get them see you boys Round of applause. see you dude. Later. This birchwood smells really good, man. I can't wait, man. Hey, you just gave me an idea. I'm going to go coaches gear. I'm going to go all over the map here. I'm going to get I'm gonna crazy with it. No, you, you should. And, and all to. my assistant coaches absolutely love this thing, you know, yeah. and I don't drink beer anymore, but I drink milk and you I drink water it. out of this thing. Yeah. And calcium, um, it, you know, it's, if you want to go with the wine for a, for a, for maybe diesel who loves, uh, loves a good baseball team, you can go there or you can put, you can put her name on there. You can put whatever you want to the on these things. So, uh, super cool. And you can find them at every major league ballpark. Now they're in it yeah, to win it. It's great. And, and there was a grind there and they pushed through it. And, uh, his buddy, Chris got him backstage and, and the rest is history. I love that. Let's Be fearless go. guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, 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 most of the great ideas, um, nobody, nobody's ever thought of them and they're simple, you know, Right. Like debit like, Monopoly. Like I was playing Debit Monopoly back in spring training in 2002. And then in like 2006, guess what came out? Debit beeping Monopoly. And I was like, that's devastating. I was playing with the oversized cal- calculators with my right. brother and my wife. And we were just too lazy to use the money. And now that's a thing. Unbelievable. Right. Don't get me going. Find, debit find something you love and then, Make a chance. and then create a lifestyle adjacent to it. I love it. So and we're good doing. to go. That's, That's all exactly we're doing. what we're doing. Um, speaking of, and and Mrs. Ballgame had this great idea, and we're going to start doing it. We're going to, um, yeah, we we've been doing this free of charge, no ads, no nothing. But we're going to open up a Patreon, and we're going to we're going to our next big name guest, Chad Chopper. Uh, you know, we're going to hold it, and and if you want to sign up for a Patreon membership with us, we're going to give out like, we're going to give out special stuff. Maybe once we get Kershaw. That'll be that'll be extra extra stuff. We'll still be throwing out the Spotify and and the weekly uh, stuff, but um, uh, we want to be able to uh, want to be able to support you know the time we spend doing it and pay our 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 awesome Tommy Gold. So um, what do you think of that? Open up a little Patreon. I don't know and, what it means. Um, I have no frame of reference, but I love it. Let's go. It, it, why, it's why just a thing where people pay like two dollars a month or something like that and support the program and. You know, uh, raise your hand out there if, if you would be game for that. And we'll give you some great behind the scenes stuff and and some special interviews. Right. I love that. And Tommy yeah, Gold uh, gives a, a round Gold of applause us, uh, to that Yeah, round of applause. I think that's I think it's time. You know, we've we've proven that we're going to be consistent and continue to put on great guests and love our neighbor. And uh, I think everyone would support that for a couple bucks. I know there I would. you go. I know. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's all day. And Patreon. that's just how the world works. You know, like. Yeah. You know, capitalist you, society you, exactly and so uh and i i just love how um 
Mrs. Ballgame, she as soon as I just start giving too too much away, she's like, "Nah, it's not going to work that way." I like that. No, I, need I think that. that's. I think it's a great idea uh, because you know people. I'm sure they appreciate what we're doing, and uh, and that's a way to show your appreciation is to throw you know look around your couch for some loose change and you know toss it into an account uh, electronically like debit monopoly, and then uh, you know uh, support the boys. Exactly. And, and support dugout mugs. They're doing good work. So yes, sir. Um, right on brother. Anything, uh, anything else before we say goodbye? Have a great day. Have a great week. Don't forget to rake, uh, pushers lions are hot right now. If you're buying stock, get some stock in the boys and, uh, yeah, let's go. And the North Carolina Tar Heels are hot. Let's see if they can beat the Dukies this weekend. Ooh, that's, Madness. that's a rivalry is old as a tale as old as time uh they've that's, never played in the ncaa tournament those I two teams that's nuts that. and they're they're meeting in the final four and it it's coach, coach k's K. last year you hubert davis's that. first year you cannot I mean, make this a, up it's a it's a 30 for 30 waiting to happen it really is they should start oh, a patreon man. i feel like i think they will i think espn plus should start a patreon <laughs> <laughs> hey thank you listeners out there oh I love getting all the messages, all the questions. Keep the keep the questions coming, and it gives us something to chat about here on the podcast. Um, and maybe next week I'll have some big news to break, and I'll break it right here on the podcast. You know, can't wait. That'll Bang. be great. Have a great week, buddy. Proud of you. You're the best. Proud of you, Rake. Rake. See ya.